0: Yeah, we uh we're here under the umbrella of football, but it's all about basketball today at the Valley of the Sun. The Phoenix Suns get Kevin Durant in a massive trade with the Brooklyn Nets and here to talk about it. Uh from the Brooklyn standpoint, he covers the team for the athletic. Alex Schiffer joins us on the Arizona Sports Line. Alex, good morning. How are you?
1: I'm tired, man. I was about to go to bed. I literally uh Head hitting the pillow, and then I hear my phone ringing, and uh, it was my editor, and that's never a good call, that uh, at that kind of hour. But Whoa. we're we're, pu- we're pushing
0: through. How are you guys? We're doing. I, I actually pushing through is a good way to put. it. I woke up to the news. What was that like? That was after one o'clock uh, East Coast time, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah, I know you wrote about it, your piece. Uh, I've got it in front of me here on The Athletic this morning about the end of the era, if you will, in Brooklyn. But um, was this fate accompli from the Brooklyn Nets standpoint once Kyrie Irving was dealt that Kevin Durant would be moved at the deadline, or did this come together rather quickly?
1: I, I think it's a bit more the latter. You know, there was a lot of mixed signals coming out of um, Kevin Durant camp, if you want to call it that, when the Kyrie Irving news went down. It was a shock to the entire team. I don't speak for Kevin, but it seems like he did not exactly have a heads up on all this. And uh, and the question became, you know, the, the next, if you look at that Mavericks trade they made for Kyrie, I mean, you know, they had pushed to get Josh Green and, um, and or Jaden Hardy, two of their younger guards, mm-hmm. in that deal. But they got, you know, a win-now package with Spencer Dinley and Dorian Finney-Smith. Mm-hmm. So that, uh, that seemed to indicate that it was a win now trade. And then, you know, a few days later, now they're dealing Kevin Durant. So I, I clearly, clearly between the time they traded Kyrie and Kevin, there was a, there was a shift in thinking with all that. Alex, do you think that shift came from the Suns sweetening an offer that, that, you know, maybe going someplace with Mikhail Bridges that they previously did not want to go last summer? What do you think was the impetus? Because, as you said, most people seem to think that if KD was going to bounce out, it was going to be after the summer. Yeah, and I, and I was one of them. I, I, think, I think a couple things are, are at play here. You know, the Nets, because of the original James Harden trade, obviously they didn't have a lot of draft picks prior to last night and they – that's why this is going to be – I expect a busy morning because I think the Nets probably aren't done trading. Um, You know, this is the year they have a pick swap with Houston, who is, you know, seems headed for the lottery, you know, has a good shot at Victor Wabiniana. If they're going to tank, this is the year to still get a lottery pick and not have to swap it with Houston. Um, And I also think that if Kevin Durant didn't want to be here, you know, what – what chance do they have in the playoffs? I mean, I thought after the Kyrie trade, their ceiling was winning, well, their their floor was winning a playoff series. Their ceiling was maybe finding a way to break through the conference finals, but I didn't really believe it. So I, I think, you know, when the expectations of the championship are bust and bringing him back wasn't going to do anything, you know, it, it was time to press the reset
0: button. Alex Schiffer covers the Nets for The Athletic. He joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line the feeling in brooklyn now and you wrote about it the, the the era being over that era of kevin durant kyrie irving and james harden who's been gone for quite some time but they played 16 games together when it was all said and done do you get the feeling uh, a, a more of relief uh, in brooklyn that it's over or more anger at how miserably it failed
1: definitely the latter you know there was a lot of belief that when this team was first assembled it was not going to go the way it did with the Darren Williams, Brooke Lopez, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett super team. And the parallels to me are quite, as I outlined in the story, are are kind of crazy. You know, and they're all kind of hitting me in the moment. I mean, Paul Pierce said goodbye after one year, just like James Harden did. Uh-huh. Uh, Kevin Garnett said goodbye uh, a year after Paul Pierce and went uh, to Minnesota, just kind of like uh, – uh, James Harden went to a familiar place with Philly having Daryl Morey and some Houston people there. I, and, you know, you look at they they kept raising season ticket prices even after Kyrie was a part-time player. The organization's bleeding money. Um, you know, it's funny. I thought they were doing pretty well drawing fans up until, um, you, know, you know, the past few games that Kevin had been hurt. I'm really curious to see what the turnout is now between – Uh, tonight against the Bulls and and the Sixers on Saturday. There might be more Sixers fans and Nets fans in there on Saturday. (laughs) Alex, uh, give us a 360-degree view of Kevin Durant in Phoenix. Um, Obviously, there's a ton of good. Are there downsides to the Kevin Durant experience? It's a good question. I I had nothing but good dealings with Kevin. Um, You know, I mean, he's he's, uh, sprained his MCL twice in as many years now, so I, I do think that you know, you have to kind of prepare for life with him being hurt at some point in the season just based on recent history. But, I mean, he he was an MVP candidate, in my opinion, before he got hurt. Um, and he, uh, you know, he's got three years left on his deal. I, I know he wants to play for a contender, talking to people that had talked to him around the past few days since the Kyrie trade. The Suns have Devin Booker. Chris Paul's obviously getting a little bit older. You know, DeAndre Ayton, uh, who was involved in the deal, um, they have, you know, losing McKales obviously, you know, you're losing on one of the best defenders and two way players in the league. But him and Devin Booker should be a nasty combination and, and my expectation is it's a fi- uh, Nets Suns final, and that's uh Celtic Suns final, uh two teams built around trades with the Nets. <laughs>
0: Ouch, Alex Schiffer from The Athletic, our guest. I'm curious, you know, uh, there, Mikkel Bridges and Cam Johnson have a ton of fans here in Phoenix, and a lot of them are sad to see them go. But they're joining a Brooklyn team that's, you know, they're fifth in the East right now despite all of the, the trauma that they've undergone. And, and now with all these new players and this emergence of Cam Thomas, I mean, what, what do you project for the Nets the rest of the season?
1: It's a good question, you know. It's so tough to, to say right now because, you know, they have a ton of wings. I, I feel like there's going to be some trades coming in the coming hours to, to you know, uh, smooth out the roster a little bit and and see where this can go. I mean, Cam Thomas is still scoring. Nick Klax is another great two-way player, you know, leading the NBA in block shots per game and, uh, and field goal percentage. I have a hard time believing, you know, I mentioned that time about them getting all the way down to the lottery, but... You know, with with 30 games left in change, I, and and still having some some quality pieces, I feel like it's going to be tough to see them have full a full slide. So, I wouldn't stun me if they still are in the playing in some capacity. If they can just avoid it, it'd be interesting. It's mm-hmm. and, and sneak into the lottery, but um, I I feel like the the expectation now is is sliding out of the top six and somewhere into a, a play in. Kind of deal. Maybe they make it to the first round and gets and get swept or something like that. But uh, but yeah, I I I think in a perfect world, from a draft capital standpoint, you're going all the way to the lottery as best you can. I'm not saying Owen oh, thirty's thirties ideal, but you know it's tough to see them winning a lot. But yeah. it's also hard to predict until they make some more deals. So I I think they'd be in the playing just based on kind of hedging it a bit. Well, Come on, You got Cam Thomas, man. The 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 Renaissance is on, Alex.
0: <laughs> He's good for 40 a night. Yeah. Alex, yeah. thank you yeah. so much for joining us. Good night, uh, Alex. Yeah. Sleep tight. No, the deadline's coming. <laughs> Grab a couple of Z's now and enjoy right. the sleep when right. it finally comes, Alex.